money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. 12 ways to do a deal. If you are listening to us online on uh, GoToWebinar, you are live. If you are on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Live, or on our podcast, you may or may not be live, but you're welcome to come to an uh, upcoming live event by simply going to thetexasrias.com forward slash live. This presentation is sponsored by the Texas Rias, the largest by far network of real estate investor associations in the great state of Texas. So why does that matter and uh, why do you care? Well, the reason you care is because real estate is local. Laws are local. Contracts are local. Contractors are local. Buyers and sellers are local. Uh, Houses are local. Everything about real estate is local. There's 30,000 books and tapes and seminars out there that talk about how to invest in real estate and they all talk about how to do it anywhere. Well, Uh, How to do it anywhere is how to do it at 30,000 feet. Real estate is not actually bought and sold at 30,000 feet. Real estate is bought and sold at zero feet. So if you want to know what laws apply here and which contracts uh, to use here and which neighborhoods to invest in here, then where do you get that? You get that at your local real estate investor association. Uh, And my job is to make you all into educated contributing members of this community. So why am I here? Well, I do appreciate the opportunity to speak with you guys. Your time is valuable. And I'm going to repay you for your valuable time by sharing some very valuable training and information uh, with you. Uh, Tell you about my own background. 2003, I went from working in a nine to five job that by then I hated to eventually making over a million dollars a year investing in real estate. I've been doing that for many, 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 many years now, going on 20. And uh, over the next maybe up to uh, 90 minutes, I'll tell you a little bit about what I learned and what I did right. I'm also going to tell you about what I did wrong because the best way to learn is not from your mistakes. It's from what? Other people's mistakes, yeah. Experience is the toughest teacher that there is. You get the test first and then you get the lesson after. That is not how you want to learn how to invest in real estate. So we're going to do something we call sharing tribal knowledge and then we're going to encourage you to participate as well. So what are we going to learn today? How about nine different strategies to make money in big chunks? Sounds good, doesn't it? Uh, But I'm not here to sound good. I'm here to teach you. And one of the lessons I want to teach you is the beauty of real estate is that it scales. It's a scalable way to make money. Most people make money with a job. The problem with a job is it doesn't scale. A job is fundamentally an exchange of time for money. The reason you can't get wealthy in a job is there's only so much time you can exchange. So many hours in a week, month, year, literally only so many hours left of you that you can exchange for money working in a job, but real estate is what we call transaction-based. You do this, 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 you get a check, you do this, this, this again, and you get another check. And you can leverage other people's time and money and resources and power teams and experience. Uh, And if you do that, collaborate with others, and there's literally no limit to the amount of deals you can do, which means there's no limit to the amount of money that you can make. Okay, you can use other people's money to fund your deals. You're gonna have to pay for the money, but it allows you to do infinite number of deals, uh, for example. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna teach you several ways to do this in a scalable way, including nine different strategies that you can use to buy real estate, even with little or no money and no credit. 
And once you learn how to buy and own real estate with little or no money and no credit, then how many properties can you buy? All of them. How many would you like to buy? All of them, yeah. Uh, how about how to turn even a small IRA into millions of dollars tax-free? I'm gonna demonstrate that. I think you'll be impressed. Uh, how about how to acquire $10 million in rental properties with little or no money and no credit? My wife and I have a portfolio of uh, $30 million worth of houses. Um, $30 million worth of houses. Most of them bought uh, using the strategies I'm gonna teach you, right? Little or no money, no credit. Because if I were to buy $30 million worth of properties traditionally, I'd have to put 20% down every time I bought a property. I'd have to be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire just to become a millionaire. Well, I wasn't a millionaire when I started investing in real estate. So then how was I able to acquire $30 million worth of houses? I had to learn a different way to do it. I had to learn a, a scalable way to do it. I had to learn how to buy houses with little or no money and no credit. And like I said, once you learn how to buy houses with little or no money and no credit, then how many houses can you buy? All of them, right? And I'm gonna teach you that trick as well. I think you're gonna like that trick a lot. That's probably my very best trick. Okay, great. So then how come everybody doesn't make a million dollars a year investing in real estate? Well, there are some problems. So let's talk about some of the problems. First problem is fear. A lot of people are just afraid to take action. I was scared to death, I will admit. When I was sitting in these chairs 20 years ago, I'm afraid I'm gonna to have to fill out a contract. I'm afraid I'm gonna lose money. Fear paralyzes a lot of people right at the starting blocks. Uh, the next problem is finding deals. Good deals are hard to find. Anybody that tells you that good deals are easy to find is either a liar or a fool. The hardest thing about this business is finding deals, but I'm gonna teach you where to look and it's probably not where you think. And then finally, my favorite thing about real estate is there's so many ways to do it. I'm gonna teach you a whole bunch of different ways to do this stuff you're not gonna learn watching YouTube videos or HGTV. So for most people, these are the problems and most people never get past these problems. But here's the really good news. This is exactly what real estate investor associations are set up to do. Local, longstanding, deeply resourced communities of real estate investors sharing tribal knowledge and resources and helping people get started and get past all of these things that keep people from getting started. So I'm gonna help you get past all of this right now. Okay, a little disclaimer. This subject matters for educational purposes only. We are not lawyers, CPAs, financial planners, et cetera. You should always have your contracts, taxes, business plans, et cetera, reviewed by an attorney and or financial advisor before completing any real estate transactions. Government regulations also require that I disclose that the results that I discuss are not typical results. I am an action taker and have achieved remarkable results and the investors I talk about are action takers and not your typical average people. I believe average people don't take any action and therefore get zero results. Only you can decide if you're going to be a typical average person or an above average action taker. You know, here in Texas, we have a saying that kind of sums that all up. And the saying we have in Texas is, all hat and no cattle. What does that mean? Everybody says they're gonna roll up their sleeves. Everybody says they're gonna go out and do something, but most people go out and do what? Nothing. Probably heard of the 80-20 rule. 20% of the people make all the money in the world. I think real estate investing is more like the 95-5 rule. It's like 5% of the people make the money because they actually do it. But the ones that actually do it, they don't just make money, they make gobs of money, incredible amounts of money. Do you guys know that more than 80% of the millionaires in this country got there all or in part through investing in real estate? So let me translate that for you. <laughs> in other words, it's really, really, really difficult to become a millionaire 
not investing in real estate. But you can't be all hat and no cattle. You do have to roll up your sleeves and you do have to take action. So for example, how many of you have owned a house for the last two or three years? Who's had a house for the last two or three years? Nice, you're a lot richer than you were two or three years ago, aren't you? Nice. What if you had five? What if you had 20? What if you had 200 of them? And other people called tenants were paying the mortgages and even a little more than that for the last couple of years and how much richer would you be then? You can't go back, but going forward, you can do anything you want. So let's talk about that. Okay, fear. I said a lot of people are just afraid to do this. I get it. I get it. If you're a little afraid to do this, I understand, uh, and I can relate, and I can help. In fact, we've helped so many people over the years become real estate investors. I mean, like thousands, uh, that we actually sponsor a show where every single week, we actually interview one of you that's now typically a millionaire or even a multimillionaire directly as a result of getting support from this very network. We call the show Houses Flipping People. You know, most of the shows are about people flipping houses. Well, this is about people flipping houses, but the houses are also flipping the people because they're completely transforming people's lives. I'll give you a few examples. Uh, Flavia. Uh, owned a bakery and then she gets hit with a pandemic, has to shut her bakery down. Single mom needs to make money doing something. She needs a quick plan B. We taught her how to flip houses. She flipped 15 houses. She's never going back to the bakery. Uh, Jeff came to us and said, oh, last week was not a good week for me. I lost my job and my wife left me. I, <laughs> I lost my wife. Uh, I need a, a plan B, something to do new. Uh, taught him how to flip houses, made half a million dollars in his very first year as a real estate investor. I'm gonna tell you he's never going back to that job uh, or that wife, so he's good. Uh, Mike and Vanessa, contractors, general contractors uh, here in the network. We have a lot of contractors and other power team members. And uh, you know they were working for people like me and, and, and other investors in the network. And um, you know they like uh, doing the general contractor thing, uh, but they noticed that the investors are making a lot more money than, uh, than they are. So they came to me and they said, well, we really want to be the investor, not just the general contractor. We, we want to make the big bucks. So I taught them how to do their own fix and flips. Uh, and in their very first year, they only did one deal. You know, my, most of my students do a lot more than one deal in their first year. They only did one deal in their very first year. But um, Olivia, how, many, how, how much money did they make on that one deal? You remember? Uh, only $2 million, guys. Only $2 yes. million. Dollars. That's the net. It was in Austin, uh, Texas. Not that far after from expenses. here. Uh, yeah, $2 million after expenses. So if you're only going to do one fix and flip you know, in a year, how about making $2 million net profit? So we actually have the host of the show, Olivia, here with us. And Olivia, I'm going to ask you to kind of come up here for a second, maybe tell everybody a little bit about, uh, about the show and um, kind of uh, how, how it works. Yeah, that house, by the way, go watch the episode. They bought a house for $900,000, uh, fixed it all up, really tore it down and rebuilt it, sold it for $5.9 Obviously, it was a very luxurious house and a, an amazing house and an amazing story. And you get the story and you get their story as well. So. Olivia, 
Tell everybody a little bit about houses flipping people. So what I do, uh, besides being a real estate investor myself, I travel between Austin, Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio, and I interview all the investors that you see on this panel. How much has real estate transformed their life? How much has this network has transformed their life? Most of the people that you see on this panel came in with no knowledge whatsoever when it comes to real estate. Today, they are millionaires or multimillionaires into the real estate because of Phil and Shanoa. So yeah. this is what I do. But I mean, the show is designed to inspire you because it's your peers talking about their own experiences, their own stories, uh, and it's a great way to learn. So uh, I'll tell you a few more stories. Roberto, uh, engineering student of all things, uh, Olivia interviewed him when he was doing his very first deal, made $300,000 on his very first deal. And she asked him during the interview, you got any other deals you're working on? She is, and he said, yeah, I'm actually working on 24 other projects simultaneously. Uh, Chris came to us and she did something I think is pretty smart. I'm going to recommend this. Um, she partnered on her first deal. So most people, when they want to get started, what do they do? They watch some YouTube videos, they read some books, they're like, honey, let's go flip a house. They try to figure it out on their own. Sometimes they make money, sometimes they don't. Well, how about instead of all that, why not, when you do your first deal, why not partner with somebody who's maybe done hundreds of deals before, leverage their experience, their money, their power teams, learn how to do it the right way, and then split the profits. Now, I know what everybody's thinking. Everybody always asks me the same thing. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, why would a multimillionaire real estate investor want to partner with a rookie? Why would they do that? Well, I'm going to give you all a fact of life. This is just a fact of life. If you ever want to do business with somebody operating at a higher business stature than you, here's how it works. You're going to have to help them before they're going to help you. That's how life works. So what could you possibly do to get a multimillionaire real estate investor to want to help you bring them a money-making deal? And that's exactly what Chris brought to me. So she brings me a deal. She's like, what do you think of this deal? I said, that's a money-making deal. Then she said, would you partner on the deal with me? I said, for half the profits, heck yes. I get half the profits. She learns how to do it the right way. We call that a win-win. She's done many deals since. Carlos came to us as a petroleum engineer in Houston, uh, tired of doing that, taught him how to flip houses, flipped over 100 houses. Getting started, not bad. Uh, Elizabeth here in San Antonio is climbing the corporate ladder working in middle management, doing marketing, uh, really burned out of that. Uh, and during the interview, Olivia said, Elizabeth, how much money have you made from uh, working in this network and, the, and, and what we taught you? She says, well, I have 6.7 million in the bank right now, not bad. Uh, Buddy worked for State Farm uh, as an insurance adjuster, was really getting burned out of that, taught him how to flip houses, flipped 150 houses, not one, not two, 150. We have a car, uh, Carlos, uh, no, I'm sorry, a car salesman that flipped 60 houses. Uh, Eddie is a great story. Came here from California, LA. I think California has a program where they're moving everybody to Texas. I'm not quite sure how that works. Seems like it, right? So anyway, Eddie is one of them. And he said he's starting a family. Uh, he was a filmmaker. He just didn't like the culture in California. He wanted to raise his family here in Texas. But he's got a problem. We're not making films. Uh, like they were in California here in Texas. So he needs a new way to make money, taught him how to flip houses, flipped over a hundred houses, over a hundred. And during the interview, Olivia says, Eddie, how much money have you made from what Phil taught you here? And he just says with a big smile on his face, I've made a lot of money. 
And then Olivia's kind of digging in a little bit, like, well, come on, can you just give everybody a number, like, how much? Like, what's a lot? And he's like, well, all I can say is I'm now worth more than $10 million. So you're welcome, Eddie. Not bad. Go watch his story. We have firefighters. We have football players. We have flight attendants. Uh, we have rocket scientists. We have people from all walks of life. So every single week, Olivia interviews somebody and tells their story. So it's very inspirational. You'll get to see your peers. Maybe some of you are going to end up here uh, and, and see their deals. And it's just a great way to learn and, and, and be inspired. Uh, so, and Olivia, you are a real estate investor yourself uh, whose life was transformed uh, from becoming a real estate investor. I remember you were sitting in these chairs a couple of years ago. And I remember you told me, I don't think this real estate thing is for me. Do you remember that? Why did you tell me that? Uh, back then when I was invited as a guest to come to this event, I didn't have any knowledge whatsoever. Everything sounds great, what Phil was presented here in Shanoa, but I was going through a really hard time in my life, probably one of the worst time in my life at the time. And I didn't have any money, no experience, and uh, I said, let me go put my life together and then I'm gonna come back in. Uh, Michael. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so that is adjust when adjust the cable, Michael. I think um, so this is when I uh, I realized that uh, I would love to do the real estate. All sounds great, but how can I fit in? How can I learn? Because I thought the first thing that came to my mind, I need money, and then I don't have experience. And I'm like, I, I can't fit in. I don't even know what to say and how to say it. And that is when everything kind of went back and forth. And Phil is like, you know, you don't have to leave. You are exactly in the right place. That's when everything changed because he said, you actually don't need to have money. Another thing that he actually said that I said, I don't have a license. Like, well, guess what? I don't have a license either. You don't need a license to be a real estate investor. I'm like, okay, that sounds all great. So I did end up coming to the workshop and that is when everything really transformed. I did take the, the chance because I, did I didn't have any money. I didn't have any experience, but I did have a lot of time. So it was not that hard to clear my calendar at the time. So I came to the workshop uh, that Shanoa, I think, already presented to you guys. And that was my biggest aha moment. That is where I learned all the strategy that he's going over with you guys right now. And that is when my life really started so, to So tell everybody, now your life changed when you made money. That's when your really life changed. So tell yeah, everybody, what did you do first? You told me, I don't have any money. So I said, no problem. Uh, yeah. You know, there's many strategies that are no money. There's many marketing methods that are no money. So what, what did you do to, to find your first deal? Uh, so I like high heels, not gonna lie to you like today. I was broke as it can be back then, uh, but it was probably on high heels too. Um, and I went door knocking. So go figure. You went uh, knock, knocking on doors, yeah. people on the foreclosure list. Some people hate it, some people love it, some people are willing to do it, you were willing to do uh, it. I was willing to do it. So what you do knocked I have on a door, you, you, you follow a script, and you got somebody to sign a contract. Yes, sir, I did. And then what do you do with the contract? I uh, assigned to someone else in the network, and uh, with that particular deal, I made $10,000. Ten thousand dollars. And when you yeah. made that ten thousand dollars, what do you think then? How many more doors can I go door knock? <laughs> so it was a simple math at the time. You know, and and that's you know usually how most people uh, think, right? I mean, like this is all good. It sounds good, right? But it's not until you get the check in your hand that you're like, holy crap, this actually works, right? And then it's like on, right? The first deal is the hardest. So flash forward, uh, I do need to get back to the presentation, but today. 
Uh, back then, you didn't have a home. Do you own a house today? No, I was renting. I couldn't even afford a, a house to, for me to rent at the time. So I do own a house today in Westlake, one of the highest neighborhoods in Austin, Texas. And that is where my boys go to school. I have two boys right now. So you got two kids in the best school in uh, Austin, Texas. Yes. Uh, do you have any credit card debt? You said you had credit I card debt. I have about $50,000 when I was sitting here on, that, on those days. I have $50,000 on my credit card that I didn't know what to do with it because I knew I needed to pay somehow. Today I'm debt free so I can say I'm living the American dream because I can sleep freely without not having the headache how I'm going to pay my bills in well, the end of the I think you're doing months. a little better than debt free. Do you own other houses? <laughs> Yes, I do own other houses as a buying hold and I do own fix and flip and I am getting into the commercial right now. I am no longer wholesaling because wholesaling is the hardest part to do up front because you got to get the house under contract. So wholesale that is in the room, do, lo do not leave money on the table. Okay, so bring, bring in all the other strategy that is going to go over with you after uh, throughout the presentation. All right, and I know everybody you interview always says the same thing. I wish what? I would have had to start it earlier. I wish I had started sooner. So you yes. can't go back, but going forward, you can do anything you want. So Olivia, yeah. thank you so much for so sharing your everyone. story and for hosting our show. Yeah. yeah. So guys, uh, check out the show. It's on YouTube, Houses Flipping People. And this is just one of the ways we help people get past their fear. As part of a community, doing it with others, partner, it makes it much, much less scary. You have a question? So these flips are actual rehabs or are flipping a contract? These are mostly rehabs. When I say somebody flipped 60 houses, 100 houses, it's any combination of deals. It could be a wholesale, it could be a fix and flip, uh, it could be any number of strategies. We use 12 different strategies. So when somebody does 60 deals or 100 deals, that's everything. Uh, buddy in the middle, he does mostly construction. So all his are mostly fix and flips. Uh, Carlos, I know, does a lot of wholesaling, but he does a lot of fix and flips and other things as well. So we use 12 different strategies. So let's get going here. Uh, my first day of real estate, to give my own, own background, is December 15, 2003. Uh, did my very first deal on that uh, day. Been involved in about 1,200 deals since then. And uh, these are some of the houses I flipped. I don't have time to go through all of them, but I do approximately a real estate transaction a week in some shape, form, variety, or another. And that creates money in big chunks. Now that sounds good, doesn't it? Money in big chunks, but I'm not here to sound good. I'm here to teach you. And here's what I wanna teach you. The way this business fundamentally works is as follows. We do things, we do things to get people with problems uh, to call us. So what kind of problems? They have a house, uh, they don't want a mortgage they can't afford, uh, a property they want to sell. Problems to real estate investors, to entrepreneurs, are opportunities. Big problems, okay, are big opportunities. So if you're thinking like, I don't want any problems, you're thinking, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I don't care what kind of entrepreneur you want to be, entrepreneurs make money, add value to the world by solving the world's problems. So we are real estate entrepreneurs. We solve all kinds of real estate problems. So let me give you some examples. Let's get specific. An interesting statistic, by the way, you knew during the Great Depression there were more millionaires per capita created during the Great Depression than in any other era in our history. I mean, think about that. Why was that? The Great Depression was the great opportunity so to solve problems. So let's get specific. I found somebody facing foreclosure. Big problem, big problem for them. It was a big problem. 
uh, I gave them an out, an alternative, something called a short sale, allowed them to sell their uh, property without having to bring money to the table, without completely destroying their life and their credit. And I made $16,000 helping them solve a problem. REO stands for real estate owned, bank owned property. Banks don't want to own real estate. So I took this off the bank's hands, flipped it, made 36,000. Uh, got a guy who had to sell a house by Friday through court order. I uh, got on a contract wholesale, it made $5,000. Got a property subject to my specialty, flipped it, no money, no credit, flipped it, made 68,000, 5,600 on a assignment, uh, $6,000 profit on a mortgage assignment, 10,000 on a wholesale, 2,800 on a small referral, 12,400 for a large referral. The way this business works is as follows. We do things, uh, marketing things, to get people with problems to find us or to find people with problems. And here's the really, really beautiful part. For every single different type of problem that exists, so let me repeat that. For every problem that exists, for every property that exists, we have a strategy, a solution, okay, that helps them, is about helping people, solves their problem, whatever it may be, and gets us paid. We can help make money from motivated sellers, non-motivated sellers. We can help people that own their houses free and clear. We can help people that are hopelessly underwater, where they owe more money than the house is even worth. We can help them, we can solve the problem, we get paid. Sometimes we get singles, sometimes we get doubles, sometimes we get home runs. Sometimes I work on a lead, a deal, an opportunity, a problem for six months, and after six months, I make $5,000. I'm like, oh man, six months for $5,000? I could have made more money working at Walmart. Thank goodness I'm not working on just one lead at a time. Sometimes my phone rings and that phone call makes me $55,000 in 48 hours. And I'm like, oh man, I wish every time my phone rang, I made $55,000 in 48 hours. But that's not how the business works either. That's maybe one out of 100 phone calls. So the question to ask yourself is simple. How often do you get 100 phone calls? Well, that depends on you and how much looking, i.e. marketing, that you do. Do you get 100 phone calls every week? Do you get 100 phone calls every month? Do you get 100 phone calls every year? Well, that depends on you and how much marketing that you do. So there's two essential skills that I'm going to teach you to be real estate investors. The first and foremost skill is marketing. Marketing is finding the deal, generating the lead. A lead is nothing more than the name and number of somebody that might want to sell real estate. We need to spend 85% of our time and money on marketing, generating leads, finding the deals. The next skill we're going to learn is strategy. Strategy is doing the deal, solving the problem. We buy houses, we help people sell houses, get rid of houses and mortgages they don't want or can't afford anymore. We do it in a variety of different ways. It solves a variety of different problems. So marketing and strategy, finding deals, doing deals, finding problems, solving problems. We use 65 tested, proven, perfected methods of finding off-market wholesale properties. I'm going to teach those to you. We use a dozen different strategies, different strategies. Wholesaling is just one of the strategies, a dozen different strategies to help people solve the problem and get ourselves paid. Over half of the marketing methods, by the way, are completely free. And nine of the 12 investing strategies are actually no money and no credit strategies. And when you learn how to buy houses with no money and no credit, then how many houses can you buy? And the answer is all of them. How many do you want? All of them. So marketing and strategy, finding deals, doing deals, finding problems, solving problems. Let us get started with the marketing. Uh, actually, first I'm gonna tell you a quick story. This is the very first house that I flipped on December 15, 2003. And I'll tell you a little story. On December 14, 2003, I was scared to death. 
I was actually being coached and mentored by the two guys who ran the Real Estate Investor Association back then. I called them both on December 14, 2003. I'm scared. Are you guys sure this is going to work? Yeah, it took two seasoned, experienced real estate investors pulling me, kicking and screaming over the starting blocks just to get me to do that very first deal. So if you're scared, uh, I get it, I understand, and I can help. But I actually had one other thing motivating me to move forward back then. I was in a job I no longer loved, and I was in a career that I no longer loved. And I'm going to tell you, if you're spending your time doing something you don't love doing, yeah, you need a do something different with your life plan. And that's exactly where I was on December 15, 2003. I needed a different life. And I got news for you, man. You get one life and it just races by. I noticed there's a 14-year-old boy living in my house. I don't know how that happened. I mean, I had a baby just like a week ago and now there's a 14-year-old boy running around. I mean, your life just races by. And if you're not on a trajectory uh, to getting the life you want. Uh, you know, if you're not reaching your God-given potential, yeah, it's, it's, you need a do, maybe you need to do something different with your life plan. And that's exactly where I was when I was sitting in these chairs literally 20 years ago. So let me tell you a little bit more about that very first deal. Because the truth is your first deal in many ways is your most important deal. It took me six months to find my first deal. I was actually an unusually slow starter. Uh, got it under contract using a contract I got right here at the RIA. Bought it using OPM, other people's money, private money lender here at the RIA, loaned me the money. We have over a thousand private money lenders right here at the RIA. Private money is faster, cheaper, better in every way than hard money, any other kind of money. Got a contractor here at the RIA to fix it for me. Got a realtor here at the RIA to sell it for me. Uh, got an attorney and title company right here at the RIA to close it for me. And I went to that very first closing and I picked up that very first check for $15,384.26. When they handed me that check, it was like you unscrewed the cap, popped out the old brain, and popped in the new brain. You see, right up until the second that they handed me that check, I was a real estate investor based on theory. And I wasn't even sure I believed the theory. I don't know about this, not sure about that, don't know about this other thing. But the second they handed me that check, like a switch flipping, I became a real estate investor based on experience. And what I realized, and everybody's the same, what I realized, and Olivia told the same story, what I realized when they handed me a check is if I did this and this and this again, I get another check. Worked the first time. And if I did this, this, and this again, I get another check. This, this, and this again, I get another check. But the really big deal that I realized when they handed me that check, right at that moment, I realized that I would never, ever, 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 for the rest of my life, ever have to work for somebody else. Ever, 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 never, ever again. And I have not, you're welcome, yeah. I have not worked for anybody even for one second since they handed me that check. So if you're new and you're just getting started, here's my first piece of advice. You need to focus yourself like a laser beam on that very first deal because that very first deal will change your life, mostly by changing your mindset. Deals two, three, four, five, and six combined, not as hard as deal number one. So I told you I was gonna tell you what I did right, and I'm also gonna tell you what I did wrong. I did make one big mistake right out of the chute. I spent all that time finding the deal. I found the deal. Once I found the deal, I did the typical rookie thing. I put my marketing on hold. I picked up some hammers, started managing contractors, working on that deal, trying to make everything I could off of the deal I had. Uh, I finished the deal. I got the check, only to wake up the next day and realize I had 
absolutely nothing to do. Well, except start the whole business all over again. And this gets me to my very first takeaway. And here it is, and this is the big one. The business of being a real estate investor is the business of finding deals. It's all about finding deals. Why? Because you make the money on the buy. What does that mean? As soon as you find a property, get it under contract, whatever money was going to be made or not made on that deal, it's done right at that second. Yeah, you get the money at the end on the sell, but you make the money on the buy. You have to spend 85% of your time and money on marketing, looking for the deal, right? And you always have to approach this business such that the next deal is always more important than the deal you have now. And the rookies all screw this up. And it's a mindset thing. The rookies find a deal, right? They do a deal, they make some money, great, but they stop the marketing. So at the end of the deal, they reset the marketing and get it going again. They find another deal, they do a deal, they make some money, great, but they stop the marketing. So at the end of the deal, they reset the market and get it going again, find another deal, do a deal, make some money, gray, but they stop the market. Their income goes up and down and up and down with big gaps in between. You need your income to go up, 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 up. And the only way to do that is to constantly look for the next deal with the attitude that the next deal is always more important than the deal you have now. You have to keep the pipeline continuously filled with deals. And by the way, the deals you're looking for are not in the MLS. The MLS is the multiple listing service. It's the retail market for real estate. It's where realtors sell real estate. It's where all the people in the world compete with each other to see who will pay the most. And I hate to say it, but when you're competing against all the people in the world, some of those people are stupid. And you don't want to compete against stupid. Well, you don't want to comp win competing against stupid. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, folks. I do love the MLS. I adore the MLS. Why do I love and adore the MLS? Because after I buy off-market wholesale real estate, where do I then want to resell it? On the MLS. Because it has been proven that any property sold in the MLS will sell for the most that it could possibly be sold for. That's just never where you're going to find heavily discounted wholesale real estate. The very best deal in the entire MLS would rarely be a deal that an investor would take a second look at. So finding deals. Once I realized this whole shooting match is about finding deals, then I started to systematize the process of finding deals. And over time, I developed 65 different methods for finding deals. Now, some of these methods, I'm going to teach you these methods. Some of these methods take time. Some of these methods take money. When you get started, you probably have more time and less money. Once you get going, you have more money and less time. I will be honest with you, I don't spend any time anymore on marketing. I outsource 100%. But when you're getting started, you're probably going to insource more. So then what are all these different marketing methods? Well, let me teach you a whole bunch. First set of strategies has to do with direct mail. This is buying mailing lists of people that might need to sell real estate. Now, when you buy these mailing lists, you can send them mail, letters and postcards. Or you can call them. You can get phone numbers and call them. You can text them. You can go and knock on their door. Or you can do all three. That's called a multi-touch campaign. So what are some of the popular lists? Well, you can get a list of people that didn't pay their property taxes, people that are late paying their mortgage, people that have filed for divorce. Two people were combining their income to pay a mortgage. Now, one of them's gone. Well, the one that's left is probably having trouble paying the mortgage by themselves. You can get a list of people who've inherited a house from somebody that passed away, people whose credit scores are starting to fall, people that just got dismissed from bankruptcy, certainly a lot of financial distress there. You can get a non-owner occupied list. 
There's a list of people that own a house where they don't live at the house they own. Well, technically, they're landlords. And a lot of them are what we call accidental landlords. They uh, couldn't sell a house, so they just rented a house. They let their ex-spouse or family member or friend or neighbor stay in a house. Uh, they inherited a house with a tenant in it. They don't really know anything about being a landlord, and very often they eventually become motivated sellers. You can get a list of people who rent to people on public assistance. You can get a code enforcement list. Do you know the city's already driving around issuing citations for abandoned houses, hoarder houses, deferred maintenance houses, and you can get the city to give you a list of every problem property in the city? You can even get an expired listing list. This is a list of people that hired a realtor and tried to sell in the MLS, but it didn't sell. So what do we know about these people? We know 100% of these people would like to sell their house, probably now more than ever, but they probably need solutions that realtors don't offer. Well, hello, that's exactly what investors do offer. So if you contact these people that have problems, some of them will contact you back, right? Those are called leads. If you make them an offer that solves their problem, we have an offer for every problem. Some of them will say yes, and those are called deals. With a website, you can get leads on the internet, bandit signs, a little sign on the side of the road says we buy houses. Why is that sign sitting there? Because they work. Online ads work, email, autoresponders, magnetic signs, a little sign on the side of your car. You buy the sign once, you get leads for the rest of your life. Uh, you don't want to pay postage? Okay, for 10 cents a door, you can have door flyers put out to every door in a neighborhood. Here's one that's pretty much free, driving for dollars. Sometimes I'm driving around and I see a tarp on a roof. They might as well be waving a big red flag. Desperate motivated sellers, please buy my house. I mean, think about this. Somebody's most valuable asset, a house, has a serious problem, okay, a leak, and their solution was to go buy a $5 tarp at Home Depot. Well, why didn't they just go ahead and fix the roof? No money. Same guy's not fixing the roof, uh, not paying his taxes, not paying his insurance. Sooner or later, an investor is probably going to pick up that deal. All right, what are the other deal-finding strategies? Oh, wait. We interrupt this program for a special announcement. Actually, Shinoa made the announcement. Yeah, we have a workshop coming up, and uh, it's a limited three-city tour. So I don't need to go through the details. She mostly went through this, uh, but I'll put the link up again at the end. But I will be teaching this myself, practical, actionable, detailed step-by-step -step training of all the ways to do this in Texas. There's things that are legal in Texas that are not legal anywhere but Texas. There's things you can do in 49 states that you can't do in Texas, and you need to know what those things are. All the ways to find the deals, the closes, which are the exact words to say to get somebody to accept your solution to their problem, your offer on their property, how to get money to fund your deals, uh, and even how to partner on deals. Thousands, and I mean thousands, and I mean thousands of successful investors got started at this workshop. We even sponsor a show where every single week we interview somebody that came to this workshop that's typically now either a millionaire or multimillionaire. I don't know anybody on the planet that can do that. We do. So if you'd like to come pick the city and date that works best for you, and then click on the link. Uh, or if you're online, click on the link in the comments below. And I'll put that link back up at the end because I know you didn't all get it, although a bunch of you got it earlier. Okay, the other deal-finding strategies. Um, letters of intent. What is a letter of intent? A letter of intent is an offer. So then who should you send an offer to? And the answer is everybody. I'm going to give you your first homework assignment. This is your first homework assignment. Tomorrow, I want you to send 200 people an offer on their home. Yeah, I'm not kidding. 
You see, here's how investors think. Ready, fire, aim. You make the offer, and then you negotiate. You make the offer, and then you do your due diligence. You make the offer, and then you look for the money. You make the offer, and then, and only then, do you think about it. You should make everybody an offer. Why not? Do you know that every time you make somebody an offer here in Texas, you know you get four different options? You might want to write them down. Option number one, you can buy a house. Yeah. You now have an opportunity you didn't have before. It's called taking a shot. If you take enough shots on goal, what do you think is going to happen? Something's going to go in, even if you suck. And with practice, what happens? More of them go in because you no longer suck. So option number one, you can buy a house. Option number two, you can terminate the offer. Do you know the Texas state promulgated contract gives the buyer the unilateral right to just rip it up and walk away? No harm, no foul, no penalty, no risk. Option number three, you can renegotiate the offer after you make it. Do you know it's much, much, much easier to renegotiate than it is to negotiate? Option number four, you can actually sell the contract itself to somebody else for money. That's what, that's what Olivia did on her first contract. Notice only one of those four options required you to come up with any money and to buy a house. Just make offers and give yourself options. Business cards, FISBO, for sale by owner, cold calling. Why would try, somebody try to sell their own house? Maybe they're lazy, maybe they're crazy, maybe they need solutions realtors don't offer, hello. Mass media, radio, television, billboards, past referrals, other investors. Sometimes the best way to find a deal is to get other investors to find the deal for you. By the way, do you all know what I'm doing up here right now? Anybody want to guess? What do you think I'm doing right now? Yeah, it's called marketing. Yeah, I call it marketing. I will guesstimate, and I'm being very, very, very conservative here. I will guesstimate, based on the number of people we have live and the number of people we have online, I will guesstimate I will partner on no less than one, two, three deals with somebody who's listening to me right now sometime uh, over the next 12 months. Average net profit on a flip, 40 grand, my share 20 grand, means as a result of the presentation I'm giving right now, I should pretty easily be able to put an extra 20 plus 20 plus 20, an extra $60,000 in my pocket sometime over the next 12 months as a result of the presentation I'm giving right now. Not bad. Better than a poke in the eye with a stick. Wouldn't you all agree? Yeah. yeah. And by the way, you can all do exactly the same thing because there's people in this room and there's people in this network that have deals that are looking for money. There's people in this network, there's people in this room that have money that are looking for deals. Some people want buy and hold, some people want fix and flip, some people want short sales, some people want wholesales, some people want Austin, some people want Houston, some people want San Antonio, some people want Dallas, some people want El Paso. All of the members of this network, and there's tens of thousands of them, by the way, are all interconnected through an online network. Do you guys know multiple times a day and thousands and thousands and thousands of times over the last decades, some members of this community post their deals, offers, questions, resources, referrals back and forth over that network? Yeah, I said earlier, guys, you're not going to find your deals in the MLS. That's ridiculous. That's the retail marketplace. That's the retail pond. That's the pond with the small fish. You guys need to fish in the wholesale pond. Okay, that's the pond with the big fish. So then where's the wholesale pond? You're sitting in it. 
Yeah, a large network of real estate investors horse trading, wholesaling properties back and forth. Welcome to the wholesale marketplace. When you look around a room full of people, what do you see? Do you see your competition? It's not what I see. I see buyers, sellers, leads, deal, money, resource. Everything you need is in a network. If you want to make a lot of money, you need to do a lot of deals. To do a lot of deals, you have to do it in a scalable way, which means leverage. Leverage other people's leads, deals, money, experience. You're gonna have to pay for that through interest or through profit splitting. But if you have what we call the abundance mindset, if you're willing to share, then you can scale this business up to an unlimited degree. By the way, your phone is on in your pocket, sir. <laughs> I just noticed that, the flashlight's on. So I'm like, your battery's gonna be dead if you don't turn it off, there you go. All right, realtors, let's have the talk. Um, look, <clears throat> you don't need to be a realtor to be a real estate investor. I'm not a realtor, Donald Trump's not a realtor. Most real estate investors are not realtors. So it's a common mis belief that like somehow being a realtor would help you be a real estate investor. It, it will not. It will hinder you. It will not help you. Can you do both? Yes, but it's certainly not necessary and it's going to in some ways hinder you more than it's going to help you. Um, HUDs and REOs, another common rookie mistake. REO stands for real estate owned, bank owned properties. And when people hear bank owned properties, they're like, oh, foreclosures, foreclosures a deal, foreclosures a deal. Foreclosure is probably not a deal. Or foreclosure is just a house being sold by a bank. Are banks desperate motivated sellers? No. When a bank wants to sell their properties, you know what they do? They call a realtor. And you know what they say? They say, stick it in the MLS, bring me the idiot that pays the most. I don't want that to be you. We generally don't buy those. Instead, we buy pre-foreclosures before they go back to the bank. How do you do that? Direct marketing, off market. Or here's another idea. Here in Texas, on the first Tuesday of the month, rain, shine, holiday or not, Everybody that didn't pay their mortgage gets auctioned off at the county courthouse steps at every county courthouse in the state. And do you know you can get a list of all the properties going to the auction and you can go right up to their door and knock on their door and you can get it under contract before the auction, often for less than it's going to sell at the auction. Why? Because you're not bidding against 300 other guys. Wholesalers, let's have the talk. Um, look, there's a lot of wholesaling and horse trading that goes on amongst real estate investors and that's a good thing but I always issue a little warning to go along with it. And here's the warning. Nobody will love your money more than you. You have to always do your own due diligence. When a wholesaler pitches you a deal and says, this house will be worth 100,000 fixed up, what's it probably gonna be worth when it's fixed up? 80 max. When a wholesaler pitches you a deal and says, this thing needs 20,000 in repairs, how much is it gonna need in repairs? 40 minimum. When a wholesaler says, ooh, it's your lucky day for a $5,000 non-refundable deposit, this lucky deal can be yours, you put down that $5,000 non-refundable deposit, I can just about guarantee with a 19 out of 20 chance that I'm right, you will be losing money well beyond the 5,000 you got started with. It is fiction. Please do not believe fiction for a moment. When a wholesaler pitches me a deal, I briefly look at all their numbers and I throw the numbers in the trash and then I run my own numbers. And the only reason I even looked at the numbers before I threw them in the trash, I kind of want to know how much they're relying on me when I compare it to the real numbers. So I'm going to use some strong words here because I feel very strongly about this. Look, it would be really, really stupid to ever buy real estate based on information about the real estate 
provided to you by the person trying to sell the real estate to you or anybody associated or affiliated or recommended by them. Don't do that. I said earlier, your first deal is your most important deal. Well, if you lose money on your first deal, at the end of that deal, 100% of your real estate investing experience will have been bad and you'll probably never come back for more. So I strongly recommend that first time investors never buy their first deal from a wholesaler. It is a recipe for absolute disaster. Okay, because I've seen it too many times where people lose money. I don't want anybody to lose money, right? Uh, so no, don't do that. Bird dogs, Craigslist, social media, friends, family, et cetera. Why so many different marketing methods? Well, would you rather fish with a hook or would you rather fish with a net? You guys need to learn how to fish with a net. And the reason is because this business is a numbers game and now I'm going to teach you the numbers. I'm gonna teach you something now that it took me two years of hard work in the trenches to figure out. So I'm gonna shave two years of your learning curve off right now. By 2005, I generated about 400 leads. What does that mean? A lead is the name and number of somebody that might wanna sell real estate. So in my first two years, I was looking at a property every couple days, and then I did the math. And here's what I discovered as a rookie. Every time I spent $100, for every $100 I spent on paid marketing, things like direct mail, I got one qualified motivated seller lead. For every three hours I spent on free marketing, things like driving for dollars, I got one qualified motivated seller lead. Then I discovered that on average for every 20 leads I got, I made at least $20,000 net profit on a deal. So now let me run the numbers for you. That means every time I drove around for 60 hours, I made at least $20,000 net profit. That means every time I sent out $2,000 in direct mail, I made at least $20,000 net profit on a deal. Spend 2,000, make 20. Spend 2,000, make 20. Spend 4,000, make 40. Spend 8,000, make 80. Spend 16,000, make 160. Spend 32,000. You don't have to spend it all at once, by the way. Make 320,000 net profit. Are you starting to like the numbers? It took me two years to figure that out. But after two years in the trenches, what I realized is, holy cow, this whole business is just a numbers game, and now I know the numbers. And I started to think about this business very differently after I figured this out. You see, I now see this whole business like it's just a little black box. And I call that little black box a marketing machine. And the way that little black box works is every time I stick $100 worth of marketing in one end, eventually $1,000 worth of net profit pops out the other end. Now, if you had a little black box, and every time you shoved a $100 bill in one end, a $1,000 bill popped out the other end, how many dollars would you stick in the box? Yeah, all of them. And I started spending money on marketing like a drunken sailor. I started spending thousands of dollars a month on marketing. And then I started spending tens of thousands of dollars a month on marketing. And then I hired two full-time six-figure guys to spend all of their time spending my money on marketing. And today, sometimes I spend upwards of $100,000 a month on marketing. Because once you know it's just a numbers game, and once you know the numbers, then it's just on. You dial it in, and then you dial it up. Sometimes later, I actually uh, wrote a book on real estate investing. We're not selling any books tonight, but I will repeat a lesson I said earlier. There's nothing you're trying to do. There's nothing you're trying to figure out that I and other people haven't already done and figured out. Everything about this business has completely figured out. We know what's in the soil. We know the zoning. We know the guys who who write the zoning. We know the appreciation rate by street address in all the major metropolitan cities 
here in Texas. We know the exact letters to send to the exact list. We know exactly what words to say. We know exactly how to overcome objections. We even know how many contracts we're going to sign for every 20,000 letters we send out. Everything, and I mean everything, and I mean absolutely everything about this business is completely understood. And once I realized that everything I was trying to do and everything I was trying to figure out, other people had done and figured out, I stopped trying to figure everything out and I just started to copy. So I encourage you to copy as well. So <clears throat> we're right at the halfway point in this presentation. And I said at the beginning of this presentation, you know, my job is to make you all into educating contributing members of this community. And we really do want you to be educated and contributing, right? But I, be, be, because, you know, we, we do these meetings all over Texas. We always have new people who come to the meetings. And we call the new people tourists, you know, just checking it out. Nothing wrong with that. Honey, let's go check out the Rio, right? But we figured out a long time ago, nobody actually makes any money being a tourist. We need people actually being active. Right, buying, selling, partnering, lending, that's, that's when money gets made. But I also figured out a long time ago, unfortunately, uh, I can't turn somebody into a real estate investor in 45 minutes. If I could figure out how to sprinkle pixie dust around the room, turn you all into real estate investors in 45 minutes, yeah, that would be awesome. I don't know how to do that. But I can, and I have, on many occasions, turn people into real estate investors over a period of 24 hours. Or maybe it would be more accurate to say, 24 hours spread out over three days, giving us the time to get through all the nitty gritty details of how this is actually done and how to actually do it. And this is why the Texas RIA sponsors the Texas Real Estate Investor Workshop. This is Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas using the strategies that work here, practical, actionable, detailed. We teach all the strategies, what we use here in Texas. We teach all 65 marketing methods. We even teach the closes, exact words to say. I'll give you an example. I discovered some magic words that I recently said to a woman, and by simply saying these magic words to the woman, she just gave me her house and said thank you. I didn't even have to give her any money. Beautiful house, even with lots of equity in it. Didn't cost me any money to her at all. How many of you are a little skeptical that I have magic words that I can just say to somebody and they just give me their house? Who's a little skeptical? Raise your hand if you're a little skeptical. How many of you are not skeptical? Really? Okay, for those of you that are not skeptical, I got a land deal in Florida we're gonna talk about later. I mean, come on. Guys, I purposely said something pretty ridiculous. I just said I have magic words and by simply saying this magic words, a woman just gave me her house I didn't even have to give her any money. And she said, thank you. Here's my house, you can have it. And, and, and I don't, you don't have to give me anything, it's yours. And, and there's lots of equity, you can have that too. So who's a little skeptical that I have magic words, somebody just gives me their house and they say, thank you. Raise your hand if you're a little skeptical. I expect you to be skeptical. That was ridiculous, I'm baiting you. You should be skeptical, I want you to be skeptical. Because in a few minutes when I demonstrate it, those of you that are skeptical are gonna be really impressed. So stay skeptical and I'm gonna demonstrate the closes. You're gonna learn how you can partner, how you can access funding to your deals. Thousands of investors got started this workshop, Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas. So we are doing this for a limited time for free. Okay, we're gonna do it. If you register tonight, you can come for free. So how powerful is that? And all you have to do is click on the link at the starter kit. There's a bunch of goodies in the starter kit. If you're online, you can click on the link below. Normally we charge, but if you register tonight, you can come for free. 
So pick the day and location that works best for you and we will see you there. Oh, you know, while I'm at it, I have another little uh, thing to announce real quick. How many of you are interested in commercial real estate? Raise your hand if you're interested in commercial real estate. Okay, quite a, quite a number of you. Well, this is our residential uh, you know, uh, uh, meeting. We also have a whole different part of Texas RIAs uh, that does commercial, just commercial, all, all over Texas, all over the US. Uh, over a thousand accredited sophisticated investors can fund deals, do deals. And we're actually sponsoring something that's coming up fast, so I'm gonna mention it. For those of you that are interested, this is not for everybody, for those of you that are interested in commercial, we have a very special event coming up on August 25, 26, 27th. It is in Dallas. And if you have the slightest interest in commercial, uh, this is something you definitely wanna attend. Uh, and it's called the Real Estate Masters event. And we have several masters of real estate that will be there. So for example, George Ross, uh, Donald Trump's original apprentice and celebrity apprentice judge, uh, the architect of maybe the greatest real estate deal ever done. He and Donald Trump bought a building in Manhattan for a million dollars, turned around and made a $450 million on that deal. That was the deal. I have a billionaire coming to the Masters, Vanilla Ice, former rapper, now real estate tycoon. He's gonna come and teach us real estate and even give us a little concert. That'll be cool. I have another guy, Hugh Hilton, done 18 with a 1.8 billion with a B uh, in real estate, and he's gonna teach commercial real estate. So literally hundreds of my personal inner circle uh, from all across Texas and all across the country and all across the world will be in one place at one time. Extraordinarily rare event. Um, we only do this once a year. So for those of you that have the slightest interest in commercial real estate, I'll tell you, you definitely wanna take advantage of this and come and join us. And you can go to the link up at the top, Real Estate Masters event, and join. Uh, now there is a cost to this. Uh, it's $998, but I'll tell you what, if you register tonight, I'm gonna give you a smoking hot deal. Uh, I'm gonna give you a discount code. And if you do this today, tonight, uh, you just use this code. And again, this is not for everybody, but for those of you that are interested, uh, you type this code in VIP RIA, and here's what it'll do. It will it'll knock $800 off the price. So you can come for 198 instead of 998, and it'll even upgrade you to VIP uh, at the uh, residential workshop. So you get two workshops for the price of one. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you have the slightest interest, again, in commercial, you definitely want to do this. And I would recommend you do it one, two. Come to the residential workshop first, and then come to the commercial workshop uh, after. Uh, you know, obviously there's a little travel, but you definitely want to do that. You have a question? V-I-P-R-E-I-A. Those are the magic words. Got it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, we don't have those magic words, okay? But if you give me $198, I'll tell you how to get the rest for free. So there you go. So yeah, it, it, you know, this is a, a paid celebrity event. Um, you know, I had to pay Vanilla Ice, even though he's a friend of mine, I had to pay him for his time. Uh, George Ross, Hugh Hilton, billionaires don't usually have nothing to do. Uh, so learning from billionaires, you know, you got to make it worth their while to come to the event. So very special event, uh, highly recommend. Uh, you know, with commercial real estate, you got to know the people. You know, you got to know the people that have the money. You got to know the people with the deals. You got to be part of a community. You got to get plugged in. It's not like residential. Uh, it's quite different. Uh, the strategies are the same. 
but you got to be within a network. Anybody can do this. Anybody can get finder's fees. You can make 50 or 100,000 or finder's fees, even if you have no money. You know, you can get started in commercial. If you have an IRA 401k, I'm going to tell you investing in commercial, typically twice the return of the stock market with half the risk. Nobody ever goes back to the stock market once they learn about commercial real estate. But you got to have kind of the ability, you got to go behind the curtains. You got to meet the people that actually do it. It's a whole parallel universe. I'm going to tell you eventually, everybody wants to get involved in commercial real estate, but most people are very intimidated. Well, we're going to make it easy and we're going to make it very understandable. Uh, and again, this is not for everybody, but for those of you that have even the slightest interest in commercial, you'll definitely want to take this once in a year opportunity uh, to attend this thing. Okay, so we talked about fear and then we talked about marketing. Now let's get to the final part of the presentation where we're talking about actually how to do the deals. Let's get into strategies and the mechanics of these deals. So marketing check, let's get into the strategies. And there's a lot of different strategies for investing in real estate. People always ask me, what's the best strategy? Well, I'm going to answer that question. You can watch videos and take training on how to do short sales, buy and hold, uh, how to do mortgage assignments, auction options, referrals, how to do wholesaling, contracts for deeds, how to do lease options, house swapping, wraparound mortgages, how to do equity partnering, and of course, how to do fix and flip. And you can certainly spend a lot of time and money on all that training and education. My wife and I have actually spent over $100,000 on training, coaching, seminars, books, tapes, etc. Most of it was great. Some of it was not great. It all sounded great. But I don't feel bad about spending over $100,000 our education because we've actually made many millions of dollars from our education. But I do have a little pet peeve at how most people get started and how most people uh, teach people to get started. Because when you look at all of these different investing strategies, here's the good news, they all work. All of these things can make you money investing in real estate. The bad news is that they each only work in unique situations. So each of these strategies is, if you will, a solution to a specific problem. But remember what I said earlier, your job one is to find the deal, i.e. find the problem. So here's a brand new investor hunting for a deal. And he generates a lead, name and number of somebody that might want to sell real estate. And if he had gotten the right training, he would have learned how to help that seller solve their problem with a strategy called a wraparound mortgage. But that's not the training he got. He just went to one of those silly wholesale seminars, all he learned how to do is wholesaling. So he's looking for a wholesale, he didn't find that, he found a wrap and doesn't know how to do that, so he does some more marketing and generates another lead. Now, if he only knew how to do a mortgage assignment, he could help somebody solve their problem, get himself a check, but again, he doesn't know how to do that because all he knows how to do is wholesaling. Didn't find a wholesale deal, found a mortgage assignment, doesn't know how to do that, so he does more marketing, generates yet another lead, and now if he only knew how to do an auction option, he could solve a problem and get a check, but he doesn't know how to do that because once again, all he knows how to do is wholesaling. So you're starting to see a problem you know, here's another common rookie mistake. There's 30,000 books and tapes and seminars out there that teach people how to get started. And what all that training usually says is this, you need to get started by learning one strategy and this is the best one. No, this is the best one. No, this is the best one. Well, whatever, you need to learn a strategy, make money on that strategy. And after you learn how to make money on that strategy, then later on you can learn the other strategy. And it sounds pretty good and it feels pretty good, but forgive my language when I say this, that is a completely ass backwards way to go about it. Saying that you need to get started by learning one strategy and learn how to make money on one strategy before you learn the other strategy, that's kind of like saying you need to go to Las Vegas and learn how to bet on one number on the roulette wheel. 
And only after you make enough money betting over and over and over again on that one number on the roulette wheel, well then later on you can learn how the other numbers work. Well, that's ridiculous. And yet that's how 95% of real estate investors get started investing in real estate and probably 99% of wholesalers. So let's talk about wholesaler. There's nothing wrong with wholesaling. Wholesaling is one of the 12 strategies that I use and that I teach. In fact, it's the easiest one to teach. The problem with wholesaling, however, is I would say overall of all of them, it's probably the hardest one to do that on average makes the least amount of money. So when somebody tells me I want to get started by wholesaling, here's how my brain translates that plan. I want to do the hardest thing there is to do that on average makes the least amount of money. And I know from my experience that about 99 out of 100 people that execute that plan give up before they ever get going. Because if you're doing something that's a lot of work that doesn't return a lot of money from the effort, you're probably going to give up before you ever get going. For example, how many of you have read the book, The Millionaire Wholesaler? That's because it's never been written. <laughs> and it never will be written. Because it's the hardest thing to do that makes the least amount of money. And there's nothing wrong with it. But I want you to do what the top 5% of investors do. So here's how I do it. And here's how I'm going to teach you how to do it. I bet on all the numbers on the wheel. And I spin the wheel a lot. And what do I mean by I bet on all the numbers? I use all 12 strategies. So why not learn all 12 ways to fill out a contract? Why not learn all 12 ways to solve a problem? You spend time and money. It's called marketing. To get somebody with a problem to call you, if there's a way to help them to solve the problem and get paid, you need to help them to solve the problem and get paid. And once you know all 12 strategies, we have a solution to every problem there is. That's betting on all the numbers on the wheel. And then what is spinning the wheel a lot, looking at a lot of deals and doing a lot of marketing. So let's learn some strategy. Oh, actually, first I'm going to tell you one more story. This is my first big deal. After I was a real estate investor for just over two years, I flipped this house. And I actually made $291,000 net profit, pretty good profit, flipping this house. But the more interesting part of the story is I was actually the eighth investor at bat. So what does that mean? Seven other real estate investors found this deal, looked this this deal before me, and passed on the deal. How could seven different real estate investors pass on a deal to make almost $300,000? How is that even possible? I'm going to tell you it's not just possible, it's actually typical. So let me tell you the rest of the story. First investor walks into this house and says, I'd love to buy your house, but you're underwater. You owe more money than the house is worth. You can't even afford to sell me your house. Second investor walks into this house and said, I'd love to buy your house, but you're in bankruptcy. I can't buy a house from somebody in bankruptcy. Third investor walks into this house and says, well, I can help you avoid a foreclosure by doing something called a short sale, but I can't do that while you're in bankruptcy. Plus, you have a mid-construction project. I don't do mid-construction. I walked into this house and I said, my, oh my, oh my, you have a lot of big problems here, don't you? Big problem means what? Big opportunity. You know, it took one, two, three, three different strategies to solve this problem. I solved the problem, I got the check. My competition was a bunch of one-trick ponies. Most of my competitors are a bunch of one-trick ponies. 30,000 books and tapes and seminars out there teach people how to be one-trick ponies. One-trick ponies are annoying. They get in the way at times, but they don't last long. Guys, if you think you're going to find pretty houses at big discounts just waiting for you, hanging off of trees, yeah, you're smoking crack, okay? This is what opportunity looks like. A big bundle of problems with a nice pretty bow around it. I want a house where half the house burned down. 
I want a house that had a meth lab in the garage. I want a house that has mold. I want a house that was flooded. I want a house where someone was murdered in the living room. Oh man, you can make a killing on a murder house. No pun intended, I own one. How do you make a killing on a murder house? Stigma house. What do you think it costs to buy a murder house? Let me give you a tip, 20 cents on the dollar. And do you know what everybody says when they look at that house? They say, that's a murder house. And a year later, everybody going by that house, they point at the house, something bad happened in that house. Right, a couple years later, they're all going by the house and they say, somewhere around here, something bad happened. Four or five years later, when they look at that house, what do they say? How much? Yeah, stigma, they go away. Bought a house for 80 grand, it's now worth 420. It was already a great deal. The property went way up after the pandemic happened. Uh, but there's all kinds of stigmas in real estate. Problems are opportunities. That's the point. Big problems are big opportunities. So I'll tell you another story. One of my students recently bought one of those $150,000 Teslas, paid cash for it. You know what he calls it? He calls it his air car, air car, H-E-I-R, air car. Yeah, somebody died without a will. Do you know that two out of three people don't have a will? But they did have 42 heirs. And everybody said, no way, man, no way. You're gonna get 42 people to agree on something, big problem. Well, he rolled up his sleeves and it took a little effort, but eventually got 42 people to agree that a little bit of something is a whole lot better than a whole lot of nothing. Now he's driving around in a $150,000 air car. Problems, air, car, yeah, H-E-I-R, right? Air, problems are opportunities, big problems are big opportunities. So you gotta change your thinking. We like problems because they're opportunities. So we find the problems and then we know all the strategies. Strategies are the tools in our tool belt that allow us to solve the problems, help people, it's about helping people, and get ourselves paid. So let me teach you a couple strategies. The first strategy I'm gonna teach you today is wholesaling, easiest one to teach, I'll teach you right now. It's pretty straightforward. You actually find a property and then get it under contract. How much money does it cost to get a property under contract? Nothing, can we all afford that? Yeah, I think so. Once you have it under contract, instead of buying the property, you're going to sell the contract itself to another investor for a fee. How much is the fee? 500 to 5,000 for a small deal. 10 to 25,000 for an average deal, $25,000 or more for a big deal. And this, my friends, is a no money and no risk strategy. Discovery is really hard to lose money when you're not actually spending or investing any money. Turns out nine of the strategies we use are no money, no risk strategies. So let me show you an example of a deal. When you come to the workshop, I teach all the theory, but then I teach examples. I teach through storytelling. You're probably gonna hear me teach you at least 100 stories at the workshop, case studies, examples, real people, your peers doing this. So for example, this is Kimberly. She came to the workshop, she had to pay for it. <clears throat> and then she uh, rolled up her sleeves and did her first deal. And she told me about this deal, which was a wholesale deal after she did it. So here's the story. Her mom was visiting her from out of town. So she's in the car with her mom and her mom's like, Kim, where are we going? Oh, well, mom, we're getting a house under contract. What? Kim, are you crazy? What do you mean you're getting a house under contract? You just graduated from college. You don't have any money. You don't have any credit. You don't even have a job. What do you mean you're getting a house under contract? Don't worry, mom. I know what I'm doing. So Kim's mom watched Kim walk into this house 
and offered the seller $265,000 cash for his house, and he signed a contract. Now, obviously, they talked on the phone ahead of time. Obviously, it was a motivated seller. Kim then took that signed contract, and she posted it out to this network. I told you earlier, multiple times a day and thousands and thousands and thousands of times over the last decade, the members of this network post their deals, offers, questions, contracts, referrals, back and forth over the network. So Kim posted this deal out to the network, and guess what? Several other members of the network wanted to buy that contract, that deal from Kim. And one of the other members of the RIA paid Kim $17,000 for the contract. So Kim just sold her contract to another member of the RIA for $17,000. So now Kim is a believer. Well, actually, Kim was a believer. Now Kim's mom is a believer. So now what would Kim have done with the contract had nobody wanted to buy her contract? What was she done with it? Ripped it up, walked away, no harm, no foul, no penalty, no risk. But she didn't need to, did she? So who bought the contract? Another member of this network by the name of Tatiana. I know Tatiana pretty well. Let me tell you about Tatiana. Tatiana paid Kim $17,000 for the contract. It then became Tatiana's contract. Crossed Kim's name out as a buyer, wrote her name in, right? Her company's name in. Tatiana then bought the property for 265,000 cash. She had the cash. She kept it for six months as a month-to-month -month rental. After the tenants moved out, she did a renovation, a small addition, and then she sold it after owning it for 12 months. And when she sold it, she made nearly $100,000 of net profit. Then she only had to pay long-term capital gains taxes, no income taxes. Do you think Tatiana was pretty happy that Kim found that deal for her? What do you think? Yes. Yeah, you bet. So let me ask you guys a question by a show of hands. Let's see what we got here. By a show of hands, how many of you are cash buyers? Wave your hand around if you're a cash buyer. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> let me ask you a different question. How much cash do you have to have to make a cash offer? Zero. Well, then how much cash do you have to have to be a cash buyer? Zero. Guys, you don't have to have any cash to make a cash offer. You don't have to have any cash to be a cash buyer. You just need to know people with cash. So does anybody here know somebody that you could call if you get a smoking hot deal to buy a property for a big discount for cash? Does anybody know such a person? For example, who? Yeah, what do you think I'm doing up here? Over here, guys. And in fairness, and in fairness, there's hundreds of guys just like me that would be pleased as punch out on that network that would be pleased as punch. If you guys got some properties under contract, just pitch them back to the group. That's why we want you. That's why we need you. That's why we'll even train you on how to be educated and contributing members of this community. But I can tell I have my work cut out for me because we got some self-limiting beliefs we got to deal with here. So let me try this again. By a show of hands, how many of you are cash buyers? Raise your hand if you're a cash buyer. Oh, great. Love talking to a room full of cash buyers. And the network instantly puts people with cash in connection with people with off-market wholesale deals. Instantly puts people with deals in connection with people with cash. Welcome to the wholesale marketplace. All right, our next strategy, just one more, our next strategy is called buying a property subject to the mortgage. This is buying real estate with no money and with no credit. I am a nationally 
recognized expert at this strategy. I might possibly be the national expert, but I'm certainly a widely recognized expert who's literally taught tens of thousands of people how to do this, and now I'm gonna teach you. If you've ever heard of this, there's a pretty good chance whoever told you about it learned it from me or learned it from somebody who learned it from me. So what does this mean and how does this actually work? How does buying real estate work? When somebody buys real estate, what do they do? They go to a title company and they sign a stack of documents. Most of those documents are disclaimers and disclosures, but there's two documents that get signed that actually make the transaction happen. The two documents that make the transaction happen are the deed and the note. The deed and the note. Notice these are two completely separate documents, a deed and a note. Whosever name goes on the deed, that's who owns the house. Whosever name goes on the note, that's who's responsible for the mortgage. So there's a deed and a note. Normally it's the same guy on both. Guy buys a house, his name is on the deed, his name is on the note. He owns the house, he's responsible for the mortgage. That's normal. He moves into the house, it's his house, and all the rights and privileges, responsibilities, and benefits of home ownership, they go to him, it's his house. At the end of the month, he gets a statement from the bank, says you owe us $1,000 for your mortgage. He writes the bank a check for $1,000. Bank gets a check, they cash the check, bank's happy, he's happy, everybody's happy, that's how it works. And then the guy goes on to get married. And well, you know, Texas is a community property state, so after the guy gets married, the wife is added to the deed. Now there's two names on the deed, his and hers, but his name is still the only name on the note. Just because somebody's taken on or off the deed, that does not in any way, shape, or form affect the note. And then time goes on and things don't work out and they get a divorce. And in their situation, the wife gets the house in the divorce. So now something kind of interesting has happened. Now her name, is the only name left on the deed, but his name is still the only name on the note. So the question is, as long as he keeps uh, sending a check every month to Bank of America, or she starts sending the bank a check every month, or a tenant, or a property manager, a neighbor, investor, friend, or family member, or somebody sends a bank a check every month, the question is, does the bank care who wrote the check? No. There's some dude at the bank opening envelopes like, ooh, we got a check for the right amount. Came on time, it cleared, we're good. So if you were all listening to my story so far, I just told you all a story about a woman, about a spouse, about a person that was able to acquire real estate with no money and no credit. There it is, a way to acquire real estate with no money and no credit. Yeah, I told you I was gonna tell you how to acquire real estate with no money and no credit. All right, so here's the really, really good part. You could all do exactly the same thing and you don't have to get married to do it. Because here in Texas, here's the deal. Anybody, any of you, anybody can go up to any homeowner that has any loan, any mortgage from any lender on any house at any time and you can make them an offer. And the offer any of you can make with any homeowner that has any loan, any mortgage from any lender on any house at any time is this. Here's the offer. I will make the payments on your mortgage for you going forward. Or I will find somebody to make the payments on your mortgage for you going forward. What's the catch? The catch is you have to hand the deed, which is ownership of the property to me. <clears throat> it's called buying a property subject to the existing mortgage. And you can do this with any homeowner that has any loan from any lender in any house at any time. And the only person that has to agree to this transaction is the person whose name is on the deed, not the bank. 
The bank has no say in this transaction. It's federally regulated by the 1982 Garn St. Germain Act. Anybody can deed their house to anybody they want. Anybody can pay somebody else's mortgage if they, if they want to. So if you're listening to me closely, again, here's what you heard me say. You can buy any house in Texas from any homeowner in Texas that has any loan from any lender. You buy that person's house at any time, and you can even buy that person's house even with no money and even with no credit by simply offering to take over the payment on the mortgage or offering to find somebody to take over the payment on the mortgage. In exchange for them, just handing the deed, which is ownership of the property to you. Look, when somebody's in financial distress, they have a house and they have a mortgage. Is the house the problem or is the mortgage the problem? Owning a house is never a problem. Being responsible for a mortgage, that can be a big problem when you're in financial distress. If you solve the big problem, right, by taking over the payment or finding somebody to take over the payment, in exchange for solving the big problem, you ask them to hand the deed, which is ownership of the proper view. So I'll answer your questions in just a minute. Let me give you an example first. Now, agreeing to pay a mortgage in exchange for the deed. Once somebody just hands you their deed, guess what? You own the property. You can do whatever you want with it. You can renovate it and retail sell it to somebody else. You can wrap it. You can assign it. You can keep it as a rental property. You can keep it as your own homestead. I've helped many of my friends here in Texas buy their very own homestead with this little or no money, no credit needed strategy. How much money can you make? Well, there's many ways to make lots of money when you're buying real estate with no money and no credit. Small flip, this is kind of at the very bottom end of the scale, at least $10,000, typically a lot more. And this is another little or no money, little or no risk strategy. So let me walk you through an example, which may make it a little simpler to understand. This is one of the $30 million worth of houses that I personally own here in Texas. And I said earlier, man, if I wanted to buy $30 million worth of houses traditionally, I'd have to put down 20% every time I bought a house. I'd have to be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire just to become a millionaire. Well, I was not a millionaire when I started buying houses. So how was I able to accumulate a portfolio of $30 million worth of houses, right, without putting money down? Well, I had to learn a different way to buy houses. I had to learn how to buy houses with little or no money and use it, using none of my own credit. So most of my portfolio was bought using exactly this strategy, including this house. So let me tell you about this house. A woman owned this house worth 150,000. She owed 110,000 on her mortgage. So this house has $40,000 of equity. She had the house rented out for $1,600 a month rent. The mortgage payment, including tax insurance, is $1,100 a month. So this house is generating $500 a month of gross cash flow. Should have, could have, and would have been a perfect rental property, except for one major problem. This woman had lost her job. She was continuing to collect the rent because she was living on the rent, but she stopped paying the mortgage. Okay, four days before the first Tuesday of the month, when the bank was gonna foreclose on her, I knocked on her door. Hello, can I help you? I am here to help you. But what can you do? There's no time. They're going to foreclose on me. How can you help? They're going to foreclose on me. What can you do? There's no time. How can you help? Here's what I can do. I can stop the foreclosure. I can reinstate your loan. I can catch up your mortgage payments. I can make your mortgage payments for you going forward. I can even repair all your credit. Well, that's amazing. What's the catch? You simply have to hand the deed, which is ownership of the property to me. And she said, deal. Why in the world did she say deal? Because in four days, she's losing the house. So that was a done deal. But she wasn't just going to lose the house. 
in addition to losing the house, she was going to get a little bonus to go along with it. A bonus you don't want and a bonus she didn't want. And this is what I told her. You know, you're going to get a foreclosure. And a foreclosure is the atomic bomb of credit hits. It's the beginning of a 10-year nightmare that starts with the sheriff and his deputies dragging you and your family and all of your possessions to the curb in front of your friends and neighbors. It's 10 years of dealing with the IRS, potentially garnishing your wages to collect on a 1099 that could be issued against you for up to the full value of your loan. It's 10 years of having the lender potentially file a deficiency judgment lawsuit against you for up to the full value of the home. It's 10 years of dealing with creditors calling you, hounding you day and night to collect on the judgment from the lawsuit. It's 10 years of not being able to buy another home, not being able to buy a car, not being able to get a credit card, not being able to open certain bank accounts or even rent certain apartments or even get certain jobs. In other words, it's a bullet to the head. And she didn't want all that. And I stopped all of that from happening to her. And she was thrilled. And the bank was thrilled. They didn't want the house back. They just wanted their money. So I gave them their money. And the tenants were thrilled. They didn't want to get kicked out of the house. They wanted to stay in the house. So I let them keep renting it for me. But mostly I was thrilled because for $4,500, which is what it cost me to reinstate that loan, I now own this beautiful $150,000 house, came with a loan, came with $40,000 of equity, all mine, came with tenants paying me $1,600 a month rent. After I pay Bank of America $1,100, I put $500 back in my pocket. And if you think that's cool, my wife and I own $30 million worth of these houses here in Texas. Some of them took small amounts of money like this one. Most of them honestly took more money than this. But that being said, some of them took absolutely no money at all. How many of you would like me to walk you step by step by step through how to do this deal? Let's do a quick poll of the audience. All right, we're all out of time. Sorry, I'm being obnoxious here. We're almost out of time. We're almost done. We're, I, pr I promise we're going to wrap this up, but, but I will finish this. I, will, I, I do love this deal. But I'll bet you don't understand why I love this so much. Some of you are saying, oh, you're making 500 a month. Yeah, that's not it. That is not it at all. $500 is not going to affect my life or my lifestyle at all. What I love about this is by doing this over and over and over again, over the last 20 years, my wife and I were able to acquire a portfolio uh, of $30 million of the houses. In fact, just over the last three years, uh, that portfolio increased in value by more than 30%. It was a good period of appreciation. In other words, just over the last three years, my wife and I became more than $10 million richer from having done this thing over and over again, this thing that requires little or no money and no credit. That's what I love about this. This is the strategy that allows anybody, regardless of money or credit, to become multi, multi, multi-millionaires. That's what I love about this. And when I realized the wealth potential of this strategy, I actually made one additional improvement to this strategy. I no longer buy these houses in my name. In fact, I no longer buy these houses in my company's name. Now when I buy these houses, I prefer to buy them in my IRA. How many of you were aware that you could do this transaction with your IRA? Okay, well, for the rest of you, you know you can do this transaction with your IRA. Yeah, how cool is that? One of the co-sponsors of the Texas RIAs is a company called Quest Trust IRA. And if you come to the workshop, they'll set it up so you can do this with your IRA. 
So then what happens when my IRA does this transaction? Well, my IRA issues the $4,500 reinstatement fee to Bank of America. The deed title ownership of the property transfers to my IRA. Every month, the property manager deposits $1,600 of rent into the IRA. Every month, the IRA automatically issues a check for $1,100 back to the bank to pay the mortgage, and $500 goes back into the IRA. But that's not the good part. So then what's the good part? Over the next 25 years, this property will double in value, and it'll double again. And even at very conservative appreciation rates, it'll almost double a third time. Something interesting happens to the loan on this property over the next 25 years. What happens to the loan? It's completely paid off by the tenants. Thank you very much, tenants. In other words, every time my IRA does this deal, my IRA ultimately ends up owning an asset worth about a million bucks that by then I own free and clear. And because my IRA is also a Roth IRA, when I sell this asset in retirement, 100% of the proceeds are tax-free. Did you all just see what I did? I just showed you how to turn a $4,500 IRA into $1 million tax-free doing one deal, one time. Helping a woman out of a horrible situation. Helping a bank from not taking a property back they didn't want back. Helping tenants stay in a property they wanted to stay in. All that just doing this once. The average retired person at the age of 65 has a net worth of $62,000. It's pathetic. If you just did this one deal, one time in your life, you'd be 25 times richer than the average retired person just doing this once. But I'll tell you something else I've observed. I've never seen somebody do this deal once. 95% of the people will never do this deal. And 100% of the people that do it once, then what do they do? And they do it again. And then what do they do? And then they do it again, and then they do it again, and again, and again. So one last time, how many of you would like me to walk you step by step by step through how to do this deal? Okay, I'm going to walk you step by step by step through how you find this thing, how you get it under contract, which contract you use, which attorney and title company to close at, and how to go through all the operational steps to do this deal. I'm going to walk you step by step by step through how to do that. But that's going to take about three days, so we're going to have to finish at the workshop. And obviously, that's a pretty cool strategy, but that's just one of the 12 strategies. You're going to love the other 11 just as much. You're going to learn all 65 marketing methods. I mean, even teach you the closes. I just taught you your first close. That was, those were the words I said, something called the atomic bomb close. When I literally explained that woman's situation, she literally handed me her deed, and she said, thank you. How do I translate that? I literally said words to somebody who gave me the deal. It was a great deal. And she was thankful because it was a much better solution than what was about to happen to her. Those are the closes. Learn how to partner, great way to get started. How to access private money, cheaper, better than hard money or any other kind of money. Thousands of investors got started this workshop and you can too. If you register now, you can even come for free. If you don't register now, you have to pay, so please don't register now, uh, but register tomorrow. <laughs> but if you want to get it for free, you can register now. Now, when you do register, you get something called the Starter Kit. Uh, and the Starter Kit includes a bunch of goodies. I'll explain what's in there. There's a, uh, a money resource guide in there. There's a training program in there. There's a business plan generator. You fill out a little survey, you push a button, it's going to spit, spit out a business plan just for you. Everybody's different, full-time, part-time, active, passive. Uh, and then the last step of registering for the workshop 
is to uh, join the private moderated online group on Facebook. That's where you can interact with me and all the other members. So please, uh, please go all the way to the end when you register. Uh, pick the date and location that works best for you. Um, let's do a quick poll of the audience. How many of you would like to attend live and in person? Who wants to attend live and in person? Okay, who wants to attend online? Who wants to attend online? Okay, who doesn't want to attend at all? Okay, oh wow, okay, we're doing pretty well, so thank you for that. I do recommend live and in person. We will have tables, so we're not gonna be packed in like sardines, we're, like we're here, uh, and uh, it's definitely worthwhile. It's just a little better experience, so please do attend in person if you can. Question? Uh, yes, there's another event that's almost filled uh, up. Uh, it's actually this weekend, so that's uh, on the online thing. If you really want to rush and run out to Houston, uh, you can do that. But that event is pretty much full, so this is the event after that. But no, it is available. If it's still on the website, it means there's still some seats available. So did you want to go to Houston and attend in Houston? If you really want to, you can do that. Okay. That's not on there yet, that's correct, yes. So that will be on there probably tomorrow or the next day uh, when it's full. Um, but pick the location that works best for you. Um, I'll give you some logistics. And, and oh yeah, the, the August event, the, this is uh, commercial, uh, the master's event. If you have the slightest interest in commercial, you definitely wanna do that um, on August 25, 26, 27. That is in Dallas and there's a price to pay, it's nine ninety eight. But if you register right now, you can get eight hundred dollars off. Smoking hot deal. Yeah. Question. You mentioned that if you were going to commercial, that you recommend doing residential first. I recommend a one two. That is correct. You'd have to come to this one here. Yeah. So, I mean, or attend online. You can. All of these are both live and online. I mean, it's just it's just better if you can come. Uh, to the residential first. I think it's uh, gonna set a better foundation uh, for you. Uh, although obviously you don't have to. Uh, it's in Central Texas, it's, this one's in Austin. So not far, but yeah. Uh, but you can attend online or live or any combination of live or online. Uh, live is, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say, obviously you get to interact a little more, but we're on Zoom. So you can ask questions and ask on Zoom as well. So um, click on the link. I will take questions here in a minute. For those of you interested in the commercial again, uh, definitely want to do that. And it's in Dallas on August 25, 6, 7, 998. But if you register now, you can get uh, uh, $800 off by just putting this discount code in. This will work today. Uh, and if you have the slightest interest in uh, commercial, you definitely want to do that. And by registering for commercial, it will also upgrade you to VIP for residential. So if you want to be a VIP at the residential, just go ahead and register for commercial. And you get both uh, events uh, for the price of one. So pretty smoking hot deal. And you get some other goodies as well. Um, so I will take some questions, but I did want to do a little housekeeping first. I'll put the link up at the very end. Some people ask me, um, uh, can I get copies of your presentation? Yes, you can. We put them on our social media. So we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we're on YouTube. Uh, just look for Texas RIAs. We have hundreds of videos on YouTube, so join us there. I think I covered most of the starter kit, but I'll, I'll say a couple of other things. 
the event is 24 hours over three days. Um, we get started at, I start talking at nine, from 8.30 to nine, please try to get there at 8.30. Uh, we have questions, answers, case studies. I go from nine until the end of the day. We will go late Friday and we will go late Saturday. How late? I don't know exactly, maybe 7.30, maybe even later. Kind of depends on you and how many questions we get and everything going on. And then we'll end early on Sunday. So it's 24 hours spread out over three days. Uh, and um, even if you're on Zoom, I do recommend you bring a notepad. You're gonna fill the entire thing up with notes. Uh, you know, show up, be alert, uh, ask lots of questions and interact. I'm not here to entertain you. I am here to change your life. And I know that's a big, bold plan, uh, but I'm gonna introduce you to a lot of people who I've changed their lives. Uh, and I'm very serious about that. But if you're just looking for entertainment, my suggestion is don't come to the workshop. Just watch a Netflix marathon instead. Okay, but if you literally want to change your trajectory in life, uh, come to this workshop, bring a notepad, ask questions, uh, and you're going to learn a lot of life-changing stuff. A few questions, how much experience do I need to do this? 75% of the people that come to the training are just getting started, complete rookies. 25% are experienced investors, but they come to us to learn some of the advanced strategies that only we teach. Uh, can I bring my significant other? Highly recommend that you do. Drag them by force if necessary. It's just going to be to your advantage to do so. Because when somebody gets training without their significant other, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna learn how to find a house. You're gonna go out and find a house. You're gonna say, honey, we're buying a house. And how do you think that's gonna go? Not so good. So I promise I will make it interesting, even if they're not interested. I'm, I've had many cases where totally disinterested people, their lives completely changed. You know, Olivia was talking about how she came to the workshop I'm gonna give you a little secret. When she came to this uh, meeting, I think she was actually on a date. She wasn't even interested in real estate. And, and she's like, I'm not really interested in this real estate thing. And, and you know, a totally disinterested person who thought this was not for her, you know, her life was completely changed. Uh, so I will make it interesting, I promise, for your significant other. How do I know this is the real deal? My advice is don't ask me, uh, ask people that have done it. We actually invite everybody that comes to our workshop to give us a feedback form. And if you would like to see thousands of handwritten reviews, go look for yourself. Every single review I get, we, fat, we, we uh, scan it and we post it on the internet for the whole world to see. Why would I do that? Go look for yourself. You will see thousands of reviews. And I'm gonna tell you 99 out of 100, I'll say the same thing. Oh my God, this was literally a life-changing event. Uh, go check it out. Where do I get my tickets with the starter kit? What if I want more help? The last step of registering for the starter kit is to join the private online moderated Facebook group. That's where you can interact with me and all the other members. So that is it. So with that, let me go ahead and put the picture back up. And um, I will take a few questions. If you guys have any questions for me, uh, you are more than welcome to ask me questions. So what questions do you have? Yeah. What are the workshop topics? 12 ways to do a deal, 65 ways to find a deal, and 10 ways to close a deal. Yeah, and those would be all 12 ways and all 65 methods. Yeah, and all 10 closes. More questions, more questions. The Facebook page is Texas RIAs. When you register for the event with this QR code or going to that link, uh, it'll invite you into the Facebook group. Yeah. 
no, right in the registration, right when you're registering on your phone, the last step, you go through all the stages, it'll actually dump you into the Facebook group and just click join group. More questions, more questions. Oh, I do want to uh, end our uh, broadcast. I'm going to stop our broadcast. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.